Hello and you are welcome to the RF podcast. It is the 17th of October. It's nearly 8 o'clock here on the top floor of RF Towers. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Shaw Commercials. Uh, Shaw Commercial offer a wide range of new and used Renault trucks for sale, van hire and rental, CVRT testing, Renault truck servicing and parts. And they are in the Brafey Road Business Park, Brafey Road, Castlebar, County Mayo. Um, semi-final weekend review show. End of Mac, Ronan Kenny. Top floor, RF Towers. Uh, a grey cloud. A grey cloud hangs over the county. With the way people are talking about the club championship. The club championship, poor. Mark Ronaldson and the Western people was... Talking about it, I see Enda McGeerty, pundit, uh, for podcast <laughs> was, was mentioned on the Connacht Telegraph. Um, he blasted it, blasted it. pundit blasts. It's uh, it's uh, some um, I got some land when I seen it. Enda, I got some land. So did I. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it's it's also just to just to remind you folks, it's about uh. I think that there's a link at the bottom of that article for voting for uh, we're we're still in the top ten for the listeners' choice podcast awards. Voting closes. Two days left. Two days left. Voting closes, and we would ask, implore, demand that you get on that link, click it, register your email, and vote for us. We're the only local podcast left in it. We're just talking about our own little corner of the world. A massive achievement to be there, but let's just push it on another bit. So I ask you, you know, you're all you're, you're sitting in your cars, you're driving to work, you're giving out about it a lot of the times. Maybe you're wondering, wondering what end is going to say or John's going to say or was ref going to dodge the question. But we we, we need your vote, and if you can give we put it to up us. a link ref on the socials as well, where you can click on it. Yes. If you've yeah. voted before, don't be afraid to vote again. You can vote as many times as you want. And I think it took about 20,000 votes for the crowd to win it last year. So uh, every vote counts. Yeah, really appreciate it. You're, 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 you're really whoring yourself out. <laughs> uh, I, I will pay a good money to get a picture of ref in a monkey suit. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say the word whoring out now. And, uh, like, it's not like... We're talking about Shaw Commercials here, which offer a wide range of new and used Renault trucks for sale. Van Ayer. <laughs> um, I, I went to call you up on that, Ref. Do you think they're that proudly <laughs> proud to be associated with the stuff we talk? We're proudly. We're proudly. Oh, asso- yeah, we're proud to be associated with Shaw Commercials. <laughs> yeah. uh, Shaw Commercials. I got pulled on it. Got pulled on it by some of the weekend, as uh, I said, Shaw's, but it's Shaw Commercials. And. Yeah, um, lads, Brafey, Brafey, Brafey versus Ballina, Kilmina versus Ballinrobe, Shrule versus Laherdon, Shrule Glencarob, Shrule Glencarob, sorry. Um, look at lads, what's the story like? What are we, what are we thinking from the weekend? What's the main talking points? Bear people giving out. And we'll talk about how it cannot be fixed. I don't look at it. I think it's just the way things are going at the moment. And no one wants to lose. No one wants to concede scores. 
you don't want to give the ball away. I mean, that's the you give away the ball, there's a good chance that you come to concede or you have the fear of conceding. But uh, we'll talk about that as it goes on. Um, Ronan, how are you? Sorry, I'm not, too, doing not too bad. It feels like there's been a death in the in the building here. But, um, uh, yeah, unfortunately, there has Ronan in the last <laughs> week, too. Oh, <laughs> there has, yeah. Poor, excuse uh, me, sorry, yeah. Poor John, um, taking taking the taking the evening off from uh, our ref towers. Uh, happened after the day after the we done last week's pod, so we didn't really know, or you know, it was unexpected. And we send our condolences to to John's family and everyone associated in Hollymount at the funeral. It was busy, um, serious crowd down there, seeing all of a. Uh, the Hollymount Club in action with all the people parking cars and stuff. It's 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 stirring to see when you go to another place to see all these club members helping out. And I think it really, I I've said said it before. It 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 hones in on what the GEA um is and what it's about for local communities. And uh, yeah, we get we we, uh, we we offer condolences, to John, and I'm sure he'll be back next week, ready ready to go. Um, but uh, yeah. Sorry, Ronan, I could have crossed yeah, No, game. no, just I suppose if we start senior, we're, that's where we'll start. I suppose the general consensus is before it starts blasting again. There's a lot of, I don't know, is it not, is disappointment the right word or is it fail to, failing to live up to expectations? Some of the clashes the weekend, which I suppose in essence goes to fact there were two derby games. There were North Rio derby with close neighbours and there were, of course, Brave Castle Bar. And really, both didn't live up to the billing. The only two games I made the weekend with the timings and everything else, I would have liked to have made some of the intermediates, some of the juniors, some of the relegations. But they're the two I happened to be at. And I said to Indy during the day today, I didn't even feel like coming on because I just feel like I'm going to be negative about the whole thing. If you're one of them four teams involved in the last, in the last in the semi-finals, you don't care what people like us are saying. And you know, if I was there, would I be doubling down on what I'm saying, but it, it, when, it, when you look at it objectively, like, they, were, they weren't great. They were, they, were, they were far from great. That's been nice. That's me trying to be politically correct. They were poor. Why, um, though? What's, why why are they being so... What, what's, why are people so... Like, they were, it's one thing if they were intriguing. You know, if they were like, KG is intriguing or something, or if there was a bit of clipping it or a bit of... You know, I can't remember one bad tackle, I said to someone today. I can't remember one bad tackle in either game, really. I know there was a couple of red cards dished in the 90 or the whatever 64th minute below in cross line. But the first game, if we take the first game for on a standalone first, Brafi Casper, I can't remember one bad tackle. And I just think historically in that game, if that was, I remember watching them two teams going at it in under lights in McHale Park before and different places, and there would be skin flying. And I just feel like it was all very standoffish and let you have it, conceding. The possession in your in your in the opposition's half, letting them come up the field, recycling as perhaps Blanche said Friday night and resetting, and it was just a lot of you have it and see can you score for this period or passage of play, and if you do you do, and if you don't we'll turn it over and then you go back and retreat, and it was a lot of that, and at the end of the day, that game was six three at half time, which was probably the other game was only three two, but six three. And it was a bad 6-3. Now, Casabar will say that they missed a lot of wides. You know, fair enough. But I don't know. I just I just felt like the, the, at halftime, it's like the Casabar shift was, right, we've kicked a few wides. 
don't kick any more wides. And then suddenly they didn't even know how to go and win it. They were afraid to go and win it. Ethan Gibbons came on and showed a bit of balls and a big kick with over the bar. James Durkin came on, likewise, a bit more positive. But there were some players, I don't know, they were just almost, the shooters were the shooters and the rest were making up, the, not making up the numbers, but so to speak. But in terms of scoring charts, they didn't look like scoring. And that was, that was just disappointing. You know? How, do we, how like, do we fix it? Is, is it just it's, a, it's just a cycle that we're going through where both teams or every team that's in it now are just being extra cautious and if the other team is being extra cautious and leaving men back well, I didn't make the intermediate games I said but this sounded or they seemed like they were a bit more score free or a bit more to them and maybe there was less people I, I don't mean disrespectfully is there less at stake there's not really there's still a cup at stake and the silverware at stake and there's promotion at stake but there's some of these teams and like these are four of the probably top five six teams I'm just thinking out loud, like, is there a lot of money invested into these teams? Is there a fear factor that we can't lose rather than we go and win? You want to get promoted now. Uh, like, if you were to look at it objectively, as you said, if you were a player and you're playing an intermediate championship and you're, it's, it's helter, it's a lot of games are helter-skelter, they're exciting and they take a life of their own. A lot oh, of these... It's it, a sad reflection if you don't fuck you like Jesus. Yeah, but that's yeah. but you're going up. Look at the Neil, the Neil Bal, Mayo Gales. They're all going up there, and you know, no disrespect, but they were they were planning on trying to win one game and stay up, and that was it. Or you know, you it's 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 a tough spot. It's tough to get up to that level, and then I suppose you've got up, you've put so much into it. You don't want to lose all that time and effort, but at the same time, it's to be enjoyed and it's to be. It's just a funny one. Ender? I think it's rule changes, Ref. I think it needs to go to 13 aside. I think passes back to the goalie need to be scrapped. Uh, and I think the number of substitutes needs to drop, bring fatigue into the game. If you're 13 aside and you can bring on three subs, dads are going to tire and you can't be bringing out, telling your half forwards and half backs run for 40 minutes and then we'd bring on runners to replace you. I think it changes the very fabric of the game, and it will become more open. But does uh, that not take away the fact you're you're on about reducing the amount of subs and the amount of players yeah. playing? Does that not take away football from people? Uh, well, we have we have second teams, hmm. and it means you have more players available to the second teams. Uh, and with with all respect to the second teams this year, the competitions turned into a farce with teams pulling out because they had numbers. So if you have less players playing with the first team, you probably have more of them at club level. Yeah. Now, I, I don't think for a second it'll happen, but uh, we need to find a solution to the uh, Every senior team in Mayo now is playing mass defence. There, there's no outlier. But is, is it not going to happen? Is it, no, it might, might, might be this year, but some in the next couple of years, we, we go through these cycles that some team are just going to go and they're going to go all out attack. And it's going to be you know, we're going to load up and, and, and play the forwards up there, turn them up over there, get scores and turn this game around on its head. And if that works with one team, will it not switch and go, look, this is what seems to work now. Well, let's just go for the all-out attack and we could have a different championship next year or even the year after. It goes in cycle. I I, I, I was thinking with this today in, in the, and I know it's 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 a it's a game from, Fifth, I don't know how it was. When we were in, when I was in secondary school, we played a, a, a Connacht semi final against Coleman's. The score was six seven. Do you remember the games that went to a replay? Yeah, I was at the six seven. I, I I seen the score line. I was looking up the things today on on the archives, 
And I can't recall any talk of sweepers, defensive football, or anyone giving out about it. And I, and, and I think football at that stage, around 2009, 2008, people started doing that at club level as well. That was, there was those low-scoring games that no one really gave out about it. Yeah, but the one thing I would say to college games, then times you're the middle of winter, winter football and wet pitches, and that automatically brings down the scores. Mm. Like the pitch and cross the line at the last day was perfect. And the pitch, yeah. every pitch I was at the last day, I was in Bacon, where they managed to play three games on the same field on the same day, and we can't get a pitch in the county to can play two games, which is remarkable to me. Mm. How well, they can. I think it was mentioned actually after our match the Mara Cup that the the Hollymount pitch you could have played another game after it. I think f- fields were good. I don't yeah. think there's any bad fields. The weather's been the weather's been brilliant for yeah. October, mid October. And I do notice this weekend in Galway there's two double headers, senior and intermediate semi finals on both days, one in Chum, one in Salt Hill. Uh, yeah. I, I'm beginning to wonder was the reason for the single fixtures not to have double headers. It's hard to figure it out, but. Uh, there should have been double headers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like even it's it's like again those reluctance from my part. Those reluctance on my part coming on with you last evening because I felt like I'm doing a disservice. I would have loved to have more games. I mean, in hindsight, I'm even more pissed off about it. Like over the weekend, like you couldn't make games, no matter yeah. how you do it, you just couldn't make games. Um, there was enough. There was enough sunlight, daylight hours to put on a, a couple of games early on the Saturday, and then yeah. Saturday and afternoon you're, no, you're, Sunday. You know, you're doing a disservice to some of the games. Like, you know, obviously, that I don't think any of us were at the My David's Kilmina game, which sounds to be an absolute cracker by all accounts. Do you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Look, I don't agree with Jinda in terms of the numbers, fifteen to thirteen. It's. I don't think it's that straightforward. I think if the rule changes are right, where they're rolled out or how they're rolled out, I don't you know, know. I'm completely against any more rule changes. And I know it, it's stu- it's it's stupid me saying that with with the way things are now, but I just are we, like this are, is a bigger de- de- debate than Mayo club football. Yeah, club oh, it is. This is an absolute a nationwide debate that's going on, and the studies being pulled and research being pulled, and we've all read the articles about you know the hand passes and the turnovers and everything like that. So it is an epidemic. But a lot of clubs, a lot of clubs, that this has been going on. These low scoring games have been happening for for years, like Neve Connell and. And Johnny Hall, this is a, this is this isn't like just all of a sudden it's on our doorstep now. But but, but really, ref, it's one man that's responsible for all this. Jim McGuinness, ah. he had success. He had success with Nave Connell and then with Johnny Gall and every amateur coach from under twelve level up in the country seen this and copied it because it's easy to coach men behind the ball. It's hard to coach forward play. Yeah. And then, but then we had Cara Finn, which was probably the best football we've ever seen. Yeah, but and it's then, hard to coach forward play. Yeah. yeah like, like once Ballina went two points ahead at 8-6 the last day, I think there was an inevitability that that game was over. Over. And that it wasn't going to get, like, it didn't look ever like any team were really getting a goal. And did you, did you have stats on goals uh, this weekend? Yeah, yeah the, between the quarterfinals and the semifinals in the senior championship, at six games, there has been three goals scored and one of them was a penalty. So two goals from play in six games. And Donegal, which would be regarded as the most defensive county in the country for football, again, back to the Jim McGuinness influence, there was 19 goals in the senior quarterfinals. But I think Ronan's right. It's people, are the coaches, it's the fear of losing. They're not thinking about winning. 
what happens if we lose? Mm. And every senior team is playing the same way. At intermediate level, there seems to be a gay abandon where teams go out and try and get goals, kick long ball, let quick ball into the forwards. You don't see it in senior football. Oh. You just don't see it. You see and, him being robbed the last day and we said it, we yeah. were at the game ended. They were lorrying ball in. Yeah, and Luke that. Jennings' kickouts were such a weapon. Like they're hitting Joe Burke in the half forward, and I'm sure Kilmeen will be watching watching the video back and seeing this. Like he was hitting the ball seventy five yards to Joe Burke, and it took Castlebar a good while to cop on to it. What they were doing, because no other keeper can do it in the county. But uh, they were letting the ball go. Evan O'Brien was picking ball up deep, and he wasn't too interested where he was kicking. He was just lurying it in. Hmm. But you don't see that at senior level. It's just not something you ever see. Because uh, if he done it at senior level, most club managers would take him off. Because it's all about retaining possession, hold the ball, hold the ball. Yeah. And it's not a great spectacle. Now, I'm sure the county board won't mind looking at the crowds that was at matches this weekend and said they made 60 or 70,000 on the gates. But I think if this continues, the gates will drop. Look at county level. The gates have diminished dramatically in the last few years and I think yeah. it's going to it's coming to that stage at club level people won't pay was it 15 euro into the matches the weekend to watch the tripe we watched in Cross Malina and Bad and I don't care <laughs> they're right not to care they're in the county final yeah I don't think anyone maybe I was a bit over sensitive when we talked with this yesterday about if, you know the, the way I see it is like geez if you're involved with a senior team you're like for fuck's sake like what are you supposed to do but you're in the you're in the as you said for you're in the game you're in bubble. the you're in the bubble you're not worried about what what Mayo's number one podcast is saying oh briefly about that if you remember being a club tonight you're listening to this and you're just fast forward and hoping that we move on you yeah. know because you're not by your but then if you look again if you do look objectively next December when it's all over and you think back well do you have your time to learn now was it a spectacle as a neutral enough? And it wasn't so far, really, the championship. Certainly anything I've been at in terms of the knockout stages. But, yeah. What's the overall objective here? When it, you know, we say, Have fun, huh? It's only a game. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's fun when you win. Bravey won nine, Castlebar ten points. You, you lads were at this. Were you at a ref, Ronan? You were at it. I was at the ladies' county final, but you were at that match. Any yeah, standard okay. players apart from Aiden? I just felt there was a massive, massive over-reliance on Paddy Durkin for Castlebar, frighteningly so. They, they were just waiting for him to have a moment. And, he, and the poor devil, like, he has to eventually, he has to fill up at some stage and he has to let the game happen around him and he has to pick his moments. And I think there was just a huge, huge, almost do the whole retain thing and then wait for Paddy to fill up and he'll come and he'll break a line for us or he'll do something productive. But it was actually a great battle and he's got a bit of abuse on this podcast, Matthew Rowan. I thought he was brilliant out of position on Paddy Durkin. Because when you're playing a player like him, he's going to have big moments and it's about limiting. And he worked his bollocks off, off the ball. He really did. He was given the job of accounting for Paddy Durkin and I thought it was a, it went a big part of them getting over the line on the day. He caught one or two big, big balls towards the end when they needed to. But I just, they kicked wides in the first half, Casper. They were dominant. And they probably kicked six wides, two shorts. And they were playing into a very strong breeze. And the, I think people don't realise how strong the breeze were playing into when Dougie had a free, not much further than the 21. And even the way he struck it, he 
really well in it, but his foot behind it and his whole technique was different to what it usually would be. And it went and it went wide. So he people I think that was for me when I realized just this massive breeze of play here. So it wasn't the end of the world, I suppose. But um yeah, without contradicting ourselves here, like I wouldn't begrudge it, like I wouldn't I wouldn't give out to them for shooting there and kicking wide. You know why like I think we all have to be a bit more accepting that if we're going to open up the the lid a little bit, yeah. there's going to be whites, there's going to be a few drop shorts, there's going to be that sort of stuff. It's better, it's a better spectacle. But I think Casabar might have gone in and really, really honed in on that. Really honed in on it because I I'm only saying that because in the second half when the game was in the melting pot, they'd worked their way back in at eight all or something like that, seven all. Young Morahan, who had a good game, a good player, and he came in around the loop from a strange position of the field for him. And he's well capable of kicking that over on his left, but he declined it. Never even looked like he was going to shoot it. And it would have put them ahead, I think, for the first time in, you know, when it really mattered. And he didn't take on the shot. It went through the phases again. And it didn't end up in the score. Whenever it played out, it didn't end up in the score. And I think that was their chance to go and win it. But again, I just think he wasn't a shooter, if you like. So he mightn't have been confident enough or he mightn't been in, felt he was in a position to take on the shot, which is, he definitely was because he's well capable of keeping the score. Brave that was only deserved winners. Uh, probably on the scheme of things, yeah. Like Jesus, there wasn't a lot between them. There wasn't a lot between them. Aiden was probably the difference between them on the day. The Dunnick and McHugh matchup, I'm not sure it worked. They played a sweeper. It always seemed to be Aiden inside with Tommy Riley or Aiden plus someone else. Tommy Riley went out, and it was almost a three or four on two in there. But the, the their extra bodies weren't. Eliminate Naden. He was still finding his way into balls. There was nice cutback passes into him. He dropped he one did. or two early. He didn't do great, you know, that he'll say himself. But he still was a big problem for them. And the supply of ball wasn't pressure on the ball going in, and the ball wasn't cut out on the way into him. And they never really, really got to grips with that. Yeah. And he was winning marks, and they Just really not- tried to get at him on the sideline as well, like supporters. Backrooms. Who members. was given? Who was the? Did you? you it looked. Um, I'm. I'm assuming you. You took your 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 usual post or the, the uh, for the game just at the gate yeah. up on the bank. He he was cupping the ear towards somebody. Did you catch who it was? I did. Oh, <laughs> did you? Oh, lovely. I uh, know it was a little oh, bit yeah. of banter. I said it was Feeney that okay. Alan Feeney. So he must have been giving a bit of jive. But I see that's what I love. That's yeah. great. That's yeah. what you want. I love. So I love to see that. And yeah. them two would have held against each other. Absolutely yeah. not. And I don't blame any man for doing it, either person. But um, yeah, he turned around and like the he got dogs abused, and he so he should because he's a talisman. So take it and get it and give it and get out it. But as I said to you earlier, I just thought there was so much standoffish defending. Oh, it was just I don't know. It didn't do me any good. No freeze. The uh, there was was there was there a reluctance to give away a freeze? Just looking. Looking at it, Conor O'Shea didn't score, which is amazing. And they still, yeah, your man you kicked him on and, and kicked a free Flynn, you know, underdog buck from years ago. I forget his name, but he always be called Colin Flynn, but he always gave that tag of underdog. <laughs> thing it's years yeah. like, <laughs> Poor but, uh, yeah, no, look, Bravey were Bravey were workmanlike and they were they showed big endeavor and big heart, and they're, they're in there under the radar again, and it's all to play for. But again, they're dropping bodies here. You know, like Fadden is wearing 11. I don't know where he's playing. He seems to be sweeping as well. Paul Everyone's is almost nearly always sweeping. You know, five Livingston seems to be dropping in off of the man. And, you know, Casper 
you know, they weren't able to get the better of it. And on the flip side, you know, yeah, I just think Castlebar have so much firepower. We have they too much? That. Have they too many players? There's the, the so many. It's nearly hard well, to settle on a, a on a I team. Did, no, they didn't two, start James Dorkin or they didn't start Eden Gibbons. No, and for like, me, they like they make every single, including Westport club team, in the county. Yeah. And they didn't start. Now, whether they're injured, carrying knocks out of form or whatever, they didn't. All I'm saying is they didn't start, which is which raised eyebrows for me. Now, fair enough, the two lads that came in aren't far off making on most teams. Cunningham was one. I forget who the other one was off the bench. Fahey lad, I think, came in. Like they're good players. But like they're forwards, like play Gibbons and let him kick points. Give him that's no, let him be the one that kicks the points. But he has to play. Jesus Christ for me. But uh, yeah, I know it raised eyebrows the team selection, but that didn't lose them the game because they were still back in the game. You know, and it's going down to win it. Maybe they were, they were brilliant. Yeah, and Ronan, in fairness, when you raised them eyebrows, it's like the bushes going in them or in, in the jungle. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 no, he does love raising the eyebrows. Yeah, friend you, of the pod, Morris Brosnan, one of the top young journalists in the country, sent me stats. He tagged this game for the examiner. 23 shots to 16, if you include short and post, in favour of Castle Bear. Brafie won 16 turnovers for 8 shots to score 6 points. And Castle Bear won 21 for 12 shots to score four and he's one word written after it killer yeah so you're basically saying it, that, that Castlebar had the chances of the shot and left it behind them he said yeah. uh, Paddy Heenahan uh, took a few very wild shots he said when he was tagging the game Ronan you'd probably yeah he kicked one very very bad ball away when the game yeah. was in the Melton pot more so than a wide it was just uh, it was actually Aiden turned over the ball he gave a bad hand pass, a no look hand pass, and it, it, I think it was straight to Heenan. And he just, it was, you know, the game, it was only a point in the game, and it was just a crucial juncture, right? Definitely into injury time. And he just kicked it away, like, you know. Yeah. But there was a lot of, there was a lot of poor skills, simple skills execution across the weekend as well. Yeah. Which. Really on Sunday, Ronan, I was beside you. I couldn't get over the skill execution. Simple hand passes going to Pete Lad's feet and. From players that you expect a lot more of, and if you couldn't blame the conditions on Sunday, I don't think. Well, what what play what play were we talking about when not more? Those all they needed was a flat hand pass, and they were in on goal, but he had to reach back ever so slightly, and it fell. I just remember looking at each other at that time, and it was a big moment, and it was just a simple little pass. I think it was Nocton or something that gave it to someone else, but anyway. But like not more, only they're starting six forwards. From play, I think Liam Gurkin got a point, Jeremy Cale got a point. It's not enough. Yeah. You know, Nocton didn't score again from play. Uh, Hopkins came off, didn't came off the bench, didn't score. Rutledge didn't score. He only scored one two this season against Barry Hall. He didn't score in any other game. Do you know, like from your starting six forwards, again, they're, they're better than that. You know, they should be like not more should be looking at their reviewing their season. And we're okay at the back. Going into next season, they need to be looking at how they're gonna how they're gonna score more. How are they gonna you know, convert these. They're not even going to create that many chances, if I'm honest. The likes of Nocton, if he's able to kick 14 dead ball frees, surely there's some way of manipulating them into marks or into 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 getting that bit of separation that he needs to kick points. But it didn't happen. And 
And on the flip side, Balanel will probably say, they'll say Balanel didn't exactly did, did, didn't shoot the lights out either. But Evan Regan kept the tip and didn't score from play to the 44th minute, Balanel. Do you know, yeah. like that's fairly damning in itself as well. Um, It is. It is. And it's two teams now in the final, lads, where it's a huge opportunity. We're going to have a new winner. We're going to have someone that hasn't won in since, oh, when did Balanel last win? 2008, 2009? Yeah, I think yeah, crazy. So massive opportunity for both teams, and we probably we did uh, single them out earlier on the year that the, you know this is the year for them, or they have to start getting over the line, or the you know it's going to be a it's it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a very cagey final. They'll take a lot from it, but now the fact that they won a game of that nature and beaten up more too, like that's not yeah, yeah it is yeah. big yeah it's yeah. big for them yeah. both it of is. them and Bravey too beating Castlebar even though Castlebar weren't were we know they weren't firing all. Firing well all all championship and there've been a lot of people talking about how poor they were, but it's still they got there. Like like if Brafey were to win this county title, like it is a serious achievement to go and beat Westport, Castlebar, and Ballina. Yeah, mm-hmm. three of the top teams. Like it's it it'll be an absolutely monumental way to break the duck for them. And in recent years, ref. I can't remember a player being as dominant in a championship season as Aidan O'Shea has been this season. He's been head and shoulders the best player in the championship. Now the question is, can he do it in the final? And how are, Ballina, how are Ballina going to cope with him? Are they going to leave calf on him? Or are they going to move uh, Porrick O'Hora and try and get physical with him? Will Gary Owen McMahon allow him to get physical with him? These are the questions that will decide the county final. But there's a lad the last day with Ballina and I see potential in him. I don't know. He wasn't brilliant, but Luke Feeney at full forward is a lad I think is improving at a rate of knots. Big lad. 17, it says here. Foot, a young fella uh, just out of minor ranks. I think he's one to watch in the next couple of years. He shows great for the ball. Now, Timlin done very well in him the last day, but I think he's one to watch. Do you know what he is? He's one of the few forwards I've seen across the senior championship, the four teams, that's able to win his own ball that wasn't waiting to come at the end of plays. But you know, he's yeah. big and strong and he's able to win it out in front. He didn't he got one or two shots off. I don't think it really yeah. happened, but I, I, I think he got a mark saying. at one stage, yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. it, it, there's something to him, Ronan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize he's only that age, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I bring him into the Mayo panel, even if he doesn't play next year and work in there. I think he's one that there's improvement in. If he gets in with better players, I, I just there's something about him that I like. He he shows for every ball. He the, he he never hides in behind. And for a big man at full forward, I like that about him. Yeah, and I I think he could have a big say in this county final. They're all Ballina have an awful lot of quality players. That's like that. I think most of them have played at Mayo for Mayo underage at, at some stage there. Like they've a serious, serious squad. They've experienced players. They've got young lads coming through. They've got one of the informed forwards. There's an awful lot of things going for them. And their age profile is there. You know, about Westbrook winning last year. We all said, oh, they'll win every year. But now, win one, they could win two or three as well yeah. in the next five or six. Do you know, their age profile is pretty good. I know Evan is a bit older, but the, the Irwins, Thornton, you know, Hor is still, you know, good old Nick. Yeah, yeah. they could. Mikey Murray is a big one. Mikey Murray is a big one, lads. Because Dylan Thornton didn't look to me like he'll be fit to play in two weeks' time. So they'll need Murray. If it was me, I'd probably start either Sean Regan or Tracy. Uh, They come on within a minute or two of each other. 
I think they added more than the lads that started in the half forward line, but uh, they're the decisions that the Balna management will have to make over the next few days and in- injuries and maybe suspension if Frank Irwin doesn't, or, or not Frank, um, yeah. Jack or Irwin doesn't yeah. get off the suspension, but I think he probably will. What was he sent off for? It was a bit of a melee. Uh, I can't say I've seen it. I was gone running out the gate heading for Tom McGady, ref. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I left with three minutes to go. I missed the melee. Yeah, I was listening to in Tom McGady. I was listening to the My Davids on the radio. Um, I was there. I had to be there early so I couldn't go to that game. Do you want to move uh, on to the radio? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Ballon Robe one fifteen, Castle Bar one six. Kevin Quinn man of the match in the Mayo News. Uh, Evan O'Brien with three frees. Liam Burke with a point. Joe Burke with one one. The goal that probably the concrete was poured for. Gus McDonald six points, four frees, one forty five, one mark. Kevin Quinn four points, and Keen O'Connell. Uh, oh no, Keen O'Connell came on. Uh, Castle Bar B then lads Ruddy with the goal. Moylet McHale with the points. Durkin. And McGonagall, um, would also Eamon Tiernan got a free at the end. So, uh, this game in the you were at it, I was at it. Yeah. I was busy for the first five ten minutes of it, but uh, Ballin Robe were in control throughout, looked comfortable enough, and looked like they were going to win this game. Castlebar very wasteful again. Yeah, uh, Ballin Robe were comprehensive. I thought, ref, they were. Yeah, uh, I I thought Peter Butler was brilliant at centre back. Mm. I thought he marshaled the defence. He read everything. Uh, Peter was around a good while. Liam Burke, as usual, was very good. Uh, inside, the bombed high ball in on top of Quinn and McDonald. And jo- Joe Burke is such a strong lad. They used him as the kick-out option. Uh, Castlebar huffed and puffed, but they just hadn't the quality that Ballon Robe had. Uh, they lost Aidan Welch the last day. Could have done with him around the middle of the field. Just add a bit of power. Um, Castlebar tried very hard, but they were just outclassed on the day. Ballon Rover pace everywhere. They're uh, tackling forwards as well, in the yeah, the forwards tackling really well. Uh, it's going to be a fascinating final. They have all the pace, and Kilmina have all the experience, strength, know how. Uh, it's a fascinating tactical battle that one. Um. I probably at this stage favouring Bell and Robe. I, I just think they have so much pace it's hard to beat it. But uh yeah, it's it's the pick of the finals. Oh yeah. yeah. For me it, it well intermediate has been the pick of the football all year, so I presume it'll continue to be that way. Yeah. Um it was What did you think, Ref? Uh, no, I was. I was impressed as impressed as much as I was them as I've seen them all year um throughout. And they are continuing that form. They just have so many threats. It's not just one man, even though you'd say oh Quinn is probably their standout man. Qu- Quinn, McDonald, Evan O'Brien, the two Burks, you have to pace a Corcoran, um their backs, yeah. McDonald, the full back. Connell, the come on. Keen O'Connell to come on. John Ender Flannelly had was was on the bench as well. Um you know, the justice the Duffies, only one of them played the last day. Ewan was injured, I think, or he had a knock or something. So he didn't he didn't show or he didn't play. Um Reenie McDonnell, yeah, Butler reads the game well. He's their 
wouldn't say he's their designated sweeper, but the majority of time he's the furthest one back. Uh, he he marshals things and he cuts out an awful lot of ball. And yeah, they're just a really rounded team. They're good, good, good tackling technique. They work really hard when they don't have the ball. They put in some big hits. I like. I, we were in the second half. We were in front of the ball and roll forwards. There's one hit there with Liam Burke done it twice. He absolutely nailed his man legally. Turned the ball over. I think that's maybe how Joe got the goal. That's the goal, yeah. Um, and it's been it's. It, I seen them play the Michael Welsh final against Clemina. Was it was the thing that stuck with me when I watched them play. Um, they have dash, then they have the pace, they have the runners from deep, they have an awful lot going for them. They play traditional, they like to put the ball inside. Like you 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 daft not to put the ball inside your forwards like that. You've got the aerial threat with McDonald, even if it's in on top of him, he, he he's he's very selfless and loves to dish off ball, pop it down. He, he it's not all about scoring for him. So yeah, Ballon Robe really impressed me. Um they're just going in the right direction and they don't look they don't look too phased, and you know when, when when things, when the heat comes on, they seem to be very very calm. I think a lot of that comes from Peter Ford. Like you see Peter on the line and during the game, and even if you're talking to him after, a very very calm customer, very cool. Um, doesn't seem to get too um wound up about anything, and I, I think I think the lads are feeding off that, and they needed somebody like that. To come in, um, if you're six you know, forwards you know, like them, ref, <laughs> you can afford to be cool. Yeah, well, you know, say about a swan, huh? A swan, a swan, a swan above the water is a very calm, beautiful creature, but underneath his feet are going like blue. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I wonder what he's like at halftime and for the game. But anyway, well, yeah. from what I gather, from what I gather from the Ballon Road man, he is very calm in the dressing room. Um, there's probably he's somebody else. Yeah, there's probably someone else that's belting the table and roaring, but uh, no, apparently he's he comes across that way. I've, I've, I've talked to him after the Gary or the Bell and Road game and Gary Moore, he's comes across very level headed. I'll probably be talking to him tomorrow night too. The press night is on tomorrow night in McHale Park. I'll try and get a few bits, um, a few, a few, uh, a few words out of out them, out of the people that are there. But yeah, uh, that's that's that lads. Tormakady end up well ran operation. I'd say very happy with the main man doing the parking. At the yeah, I have to say, ref, I came around that corner at speed because I was late, and you got me parked up. And in within four minutes, a record, I'd say. Um, yeah, the huge army of people working there, and the crowds the weekend lads were unbelievable in all the grounds. Um, like. There's such an interest, but it's probably true that people are starved of football. It's so long since Mayo were beaten. Imagine if it was good football. <laughs> I don't think like I couldn't get over the amount of uh, the amount of people that came to that match in Tramiehedi that weren't from Ballinrobe or Castlebar. There's so many neutral, um, neutral spectators. It was great, brilliant, brilliancy. Um. I, it's I been a great few seasons for Casper lads before we move on from Casper B. They've really, you know, they've had a few, they've had three seasons, to my knowledge, since I started really looking at intermediates the last few years. First year, they nearly beat Belly Hollis, third round. They had Tuhi playing, they had Fahey playing, Cunningham playing, you know, then they had the older lads, Feeney and Tiernan. Last year, again, they were unlucky enough to come out of the group. They were up seven points against Belly Hollis in the first round of the championship. They went down down to the last game again to come out of the group. This is the second team, like, no, it's, you know, that terminology is 
dangerous terminology to use. You could underestimate them. And then this year, they did what they did. They came out, got the semi-final. They've had three great years, year on year, building and building and building. They've another they've another belt of young fellas coming out that are under 17 that I was involved with in the academy. They're not all not all of them are going to make the Castlebar squad. I'm sure that they'll they'll benefit from a year uh a year at intermediate level, which is a great it's a great luxury to have to bleed these lads in. So yeah, they, they but even I said it, I I've even said it to when, when, when we're letting the cars in to the to, to the to the rest of the stewards. I was like, there's young lads coming through here, like they wouldn't be household names. And I wouldn't know them. I wouldn't know a lot of these lads. And I can guarantee you they have minor A titles. That's what I'm have... saying. That's the level they're operating yeah. at. Whereas and I look at our own club here, Charleston, we're up we're in C under twenty, we're in you know, we're in B under minor or whatever. you know, they have their A footballers coming through that have are definitely if they're good enough are exposed to at least a minimum of a year or two. And, and they're in Jurds as well. Jurds and Jurds. Well. Yeah, it's a it's a huge feeder. It's a huge yeah. yeah. Now the 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 problem for Castlebar is some club will probably come knocking on Kevin Filan's door, and if Kevin Filan goes, will the next person be as interested in bringing on that group? Hopefully, for Castlebar's sake, they are. It's a great job. Hmm. It's a great job. I know, even though you might have the the first team looking at you know our players are taking it, but I like. Oh, work at a club like Castlebar with talent like that coming through, even though it's a second team. Jesus, it's it's uh, they're in a good spot. They're not they're not ringing around begging people to take the job or to like there's clubs ringing around begging people to take the first team, never mind their second team. Yeah, they'll probably lose McMonagall and Mile at the senior next, but I'm sure someone will drop part, down. Yeah, that's part of the evolution of them lads that they get the ground in an intermediate before they go into senior football, isn't that's it? That's fantastic. It's fantastic, lads. Mm. Extra time in the other game, lads. Camino 118, my Davis 213. Looking at this one on the phone and listening to it on the radio. My Davis 22 to one point. Fly in the first half. Hits half time. The My Davis scores dry up. Camino start coming into it and uh bullet to extra time. Tit for tat then an extra time and uh Camina come out on top. Uh massive win for Camina. Um, it's the game. It's the game of, and I'm. I think that I'm. My voice is somber tonight. It's the game, I'm mad at myself because it's the game before ball was kicked the weekend that I really thought was going to be. I couldn't really call. I fancy Kilmeen as the outsiders. I thought they were going in at seventy two, suddenly five to two, two to one, and I know that it went. To, it went the distance. I just thought it was set up perfectly. A team that's absolutely pulverizing goals in against a team that is a team in every sense of the essence of the word. And unfortunately, I can't comment. I wasn't asked, or I can't. That's why I don't want to do it a disservice by talking too much about it. I was talking to a Kilmina man or a Kilmina Blue in man this evening, and he's giving me a bit of a rundown on it. But just first of all, I said last week, my dad said they might have to lose one to win one, and now they might have just, you know, they might have just fell short this year. I'd be instilling them as favorites for next year now because the learnings that they should take from it. You know they've got their they've got their best team back out back out there, including the likes of Brian Reap, these younger lads who are coming into it. Um, and there's only one way for them, and they have to go and win it next year. That's the my Davids. That has to be the mantra after the weekend and after the dust settles. And on the flip side, I say Kilmina need to win it this year. They might win it, and I think they need to win it this year because it's hard to get to keep that up. It's hard, it's hard. Like That's a fourth four final. Fi- four finals in four years. Six I if you include th- the Connacht and the All-Ireland. 
we said at the start, I'd actually, I'm their biggest fan from experience and lighting up against them. I fearful I'm going up into senior. You said at the start, it's an unforgiving played round. But Jesus, the, you know, they're on, junior, the, they're, on senior, the, they're on the they're on that upward curve. Yeah. Yeah. The curve is yeah. there and they're learning. And if they go up again, it's the same thing again. Look, we need to, we need to improve this. We need to improve that. We need to get our SNC in and, and up at another level and bring in more people and just keep, keep, keep that curve going. And, and, uh, yeah, the mo- the most impressive thing they done, lads. They went to an All Ireland final and better carry team. Yeah, that says a lot about that group. It really does. And, and I, they... I keep it. I'm following that Nate Gareth Gillard said, and they're doing well in Kerry. It's not like yeah. that. They're they went up and had a smash and they disappeared. They're playing way above. They're playing senior. They're playing team. Division yeah. One. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And by all accounts, the weekend as they dipped well and truly into their panel. I think, from what I hear. Mm. Like they made a lot of changes early. Some people came off, some people came back on again. Yeah, you know, that wasn't that the, they weren't on life support with 15 players. They dipped right into their panel of players. I think they have more depth than Ballon Road, maybe. It came down to that sort of thing. But it's a great game. It's gonna be a great it's game. A great, it's a it's it's a very similar game to the one they played against my dad. Yeah. They're playing against a team who are on paper, have all the looks of a team that are free scoring, all that sort of thing. But do they know how to win? Like you mean in the hot and that's yeah. a that's that's a that's a very useful commodity to having your ranks. Does, experience of winning and knowing how to win a game. There's a picture a way to win a game. There's a picture here, Kaylock Halligan in the Mayo News, being tackled by Darrow Owen, and I'm telling you now, I was standing beside Darrow Owen four Fair weeks ago. Know. He is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was, he was. There was a bit of lip being given on the sideline, or a bit of shouting across, and I seen who was giving it, and I thought to myself, Jesus Christ above, and like he, Halligan is is beside him here in the photo, and he's well well able to deal with him. So uh, he's been out. a huge addition, lads. Yeah. Huge addition. He he was training with them last year, wasn't he? Yeah, we, he, I don't think he, he could play last year, but uh, yeah. he he he's a huge addition. That is the match I'm looking forward to the most, and I'm out of the country, unfortunately, for the county finals, so uh, it'll be streaming for me. Yeah, I think like that's a serious again. Going back to my Davids, I know they're going to be despondent, like, but they'll win intermediate next year if the knuckle. They're honest. You can't ever say that, but it's it's they're right in the mix of this now next year yeah if they take something from us if they take something from us and like the likes of Connor Reed is the right age profile um do you know that Clark Claire Ronan Clark he went off injured with 15 minutes to go I heard which was a big detrimental blow probably in lots of ways for them as well do you know what I mean you know these lads another year and are a year of that sort of level of operation you know good luck but they might need Ronan Ronan they may need a coach that has recently won an intermediate title. <laughs> no, they have plenty of them <laughs> around there. I say Pat Clark and them lads are well able to, to get them where they need to go. I was wondering what the angle was at uh, Ronan. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, Jesus Christ, you're fucked if you do it. Fucked if you don't. Hundred percent. I'm only saying what I. I'm only saying what I think. Yeah, and that's why we love you. That's why that's... we love you. Need... Uh, do you know what do you know what they did? The, the their midfield lads looks on paper a lot better, like not better, but like they have a lot they've a lot more legs. You know, like Sushi McHugh, Jordan mm. looks fitter and stronger. They're a bit more mobility around the middle field. Key yeah. McHale is a bit Reed. more mobile at eleven. 
you know, Conor Reid isn't a midfielder, I don't think, but he's well able to play around the half forward line, you know, Cahill Clark. They've their legs and athleticism, and if you can complement that with the full forward line of the likes of Hina and Reap, Ronan Clark, you're going the you're going the right way. Yeah. And, but yeah, it's an intriguing. And they'll, have, they'll have Jamie Clark next year. Yeah. Uh, Ballyhonis one ten, the Neil one seven. We'll quickly run through this one, lads. I don't know if anyone even talking about it, but. As expected, Bally Hornus coming out on top in this game. Jack Coyne with a point. El Her. Liam. Liam Her. Liam Her. Kearney with the goal. Uh, Jason Coyne, 8.6 frees was for the Bally Hornus. And then Tommy Conroy got two frees. Um, McGrath, three points, two marks. Um, Sweeney, a point. Um, Kane, 1 1 off the bench for. for um, Daniel, look at lads. Yeah, we, 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 we it's Bally Honus were expected to win this game. They, they seem to be comfortable enough or they were in control for it. So, uh, Jason Coyne get man of the match in the mail news. It's, um, they're comfortable until half time. Uh, just it got a bit squeaky come down the home straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a, ra- a but these games from... take, you know, they get, you get very, they get very, very nervy very, very quick. Yeah. So, I heard Keat was outstanding. Yes, where did that's where did, where did he did he line out centre forward? I think he lined out a centre forward but dropped back a bit towards the middle of the field. Again, that was on Saturday evening, so I didn't get to it. Yeah. Yes, and Kilchama. 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 We won't even talk about Mr. Nile. We'll just move on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even acknowledge their greatness. Yeah. Well, there's one thing they might have this shit year, but they all got paid for winning one match at the end of the year. The first time they backed themselves to one, they yeah, went from the... seven to two to five to four. They 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 just seemed to have a, and had no right to have such confidence going into it, which I found in uh, talking to people in Kiljama, it was just this confidence that they were going to do it, and even though won a game, had they won any game all year? No. No league. They didn't play in the, the no. regional cups, or they done nothing. They didn't even bother. They weren't going fielding at one stage. They wanted to play Division Three, and yeah, they they take a team out of Intermediate Championship that have been in the Intermediate Championship for forty five years. You know, poor old Bunny Connell. But look, the one side I suppose for us in a neutral uh, point of view, you know, can, the game next year we join it'll be a junior <laughs> group stage game with Swinford and uh, Bunny Connell again. So can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's guaranteed. It's guaranteed to happen. I thought you were going to say Kitchman and my Davids. Mm, no, no. They get to each other again too, potentially. <clears throat> um, yeah, 9 8. Got Bucks back. Um, but Bunny Connell will be sickened. I'd be absolutely disgusted. Uh, Tomas Keegan, three frees. Roach, three points, one free. Uh, Gallagher, a point. I'm assuming that's. Is that no, Connor? No, Connor and then Chucky got a free and David Lydon a point. Now nine points. Uh, as now. followers on Twitter, I did I think they got a black card at a bad time coming down the stretch. Well, he yeah. and then they got a red, I think, maybe when the game was not gone. So it was never gone, but yeah, the black cards seemed to come at a bad time for them. Crazy. My, Crazy. My Kilchama correspondent who had a hundred at seventy two reckoned they should have won a lot easier to kick an awful lot of wides off. Yeah, he, I got a best but, of half time saying they should have been out the door. But they only hit the front in the 57th minute, so... Um, but anyway, 
Uh, come here. I'm upset for anyone that's relegated. You don't like to see it for Bunny Conlon, but Kilchamah have done it tough this year. They took some unmerciful hammerings in the league, and it's nice for them to get one win in the year. You feel for Bunny Conlon, though? Yeah. Yeah. I think I said it. The pressure was mounting every day. It got closer, I thought. I got that feeling that Kilchamah were just kind of mentally ready for this game more than anything. And uh turned out that way. And they won't be um they're going to be a, a, a very, very hard outfit to play in junior next year in Bunny from Bunny Conlon. They are going to be a tough team to take on. Um what else will as the junior intermediate relegation? Are oh, you done at senior yeah we've back to junior. Junior Laherdon one twelve Eastern Gales one nine James Mahan getting men of the match. Um, look at lads. This, yeah, people expected Laherdon to get out of this one. Um, Gales had a great season, all in all. Uh, getting to a semi final is a fair achievement. So, James Mohan got six points, Loftus a point, uh, Mohan at five, or yeah, Mohan six points, five frees, Noon a point, Mohan one, two, Adrian Leonard a point. Um, Boyle five point for Eastern Gales five points four frees lines with a point Evan Godfrey with two frees and is it Ethan Owens? Yeah, Ethan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with the goal as well along with clean the point. Um, good win for Laherdon sets them up lovely. They've been here before. They know what they're doing. They've been in a. Uh, this game was in Foxford, by the way. So good win for Laherdon and uh, sets them up nicely for a county final bounce back. It can be hard done sometimes. Are they going to do the up and down? Seems to me that is the case. A lot of people fancy Laherdon to be true in, in this one. And uh, yeah, the good final, lads. I don't know if I have anything to say on it, lads, but yeah. for me, yeah. as expected. La- Laherdon have a lot of experience. Most of them lads have won a junior title in the last few years. They had the great escape one year against, was it Ballyhonis when John was in charge? Yeah. Yeah, um, they're 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 seasoned. Uh, now sure they're seasoned too, but they haven't had the success that Laherdon have, have had. Uh, Shrewd are brilliant at holding on to the ball, ref. That is their thing, and they held for long periods against Kilcommon. I heard, uh, two points to one at half time and the one five three. Um, it won't be one. They won't be selling DVDs of that one, uh, this Christmas for, but they're. In a final, rule and the Gwyn is underdogs, and it's always the way you want to go into a final, isn't it? Yeah, I think it suits them. Now, I was talking to a couple of people at this game, and the couple of shrewd people I was talking to, and they said that it, you know, a turnover was like a point. The crowd, oh. the way they were reacting, they knew it wasn't, it was going to be scraps, and it was just so defensive at times that if you did get a turnover, there was a chance of score. It was the that the crowd that were there actually. I don't think too many were complaining about it, but a lot of people expected that type of game as well. And uh, uh, Common had the breeze the first half, sat back a bit too much from what I gathered. Uh, played a, probably too many sweepers. Yeah, no who, got the, who got the scores? Read them out, Rev. It won't be long. <laughs> For Kilcommon, uh David Walker, three points, one mark. And then Henley got a free for... Shrewl, Bohan got a point, Ronan Ward got a point, 
I'm looking for Evan Cawley here. I, I was just waiting for Evan Cawley. I don't need to oh, Evan, it's okay. You got one free as well. Is that the five oh. points? Yeah. Oh. Um, they've been in the semi-final for a couple good few years in a row. Um, Sharul, so they'll be happy to get out of that. I heard Noel Sheridan was absolutely outstanding. If you've listened to this podcast, um, you've heard me on about him and tweeting about him over the years. I think he's he's one of my favorite footballers. Um, uh, 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 give it away the ref but Noel Shorten will be on the Mayo team of the week this week picked it there a few minutes ago yeah excellent he's, he's a fantastic footballer um, another good final too um, Shrewl going to try and win their first adult championship Shrewl and Carob sorry win their first adult championship in uh, in Mayo Could you love that staff ref it's unbelievable when you consider where they were seeing your final act you know it's, it's unusual. It's unusual. It's an unusual one. But uh, best of luck to Shrewl um, in that one. So Shrewl lattered on. That's going to be another good game. That's on for the senior final. Um, do, you reveal your, do you reveal your team of the week on the pod? Team, no. 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 Team of the week. Team of the week. Um, team of the week is probably, it's between, I suppose we can discuss it, can we? Kilmina. Kilmina, you reckon Shrewl ended, did you? Or are you just... Yeah, well, they have to be in the equation. They were outsiders, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, Jeez, I don't know. It's it's. I'd probably say you'd probably go... With, well, Brafie too, lads. Again, yeah, Brafie, they were outsiders. You know? Um, Yeah, RT School Driving... RT Driving School Team of the Week. I'll be posting that one on the socials, Balana. Um, will be will be in the mix too, along with the manager of the week, Welsh landscape and the Neil manager of the week. But yeah, I'll 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 have to discuss tomorrow at work and finalise them ones. But I would say it's probably between Kilmina and Shrewl, and we might mix it up and might give manager of the week maybe to John Riley and go team of the week somewhere. I'm not sure. Um, I have uh, uh, ref. You do get a lot of news at the uh, dinner table at work. Any news on management teams throughout the county? Did you hear anything oh. anywhere? Did I did I heard that Mark and Canning off from Park? Oh. Um I try, what else did I hear in the last couple of days? Are you put me on the spot now, Enda? Oh no, I didn't know. Did you hear anything, Riff? Yeah. I didn't hear anything else now. Nothing too big yet. But I'm sure there'll be I'm sure it's early days. It's early it's days. days. You'll probably give it a week before unless you're definitely gone out the gap before other other mm. um did I did I hear the Neil may have someone lined up or did no maybe I did yes you no. did you did you did you yeah. did you did but who have they lined up again? Uh, is Massey Castello is that would that be no? Oh maybe I do, I'm not sure about that's the that was the talk from a uh, Ben and Robman on Sunday but I'm I, look we'll verify them once we won't yeah. verify them we'll just talk about them and hope they're correct <laughs> hope they're right the usual <laughs> <laughs> um um. The ladies' finals, ref. We won't spend long on them, but I was down to treat them. Clamoris won the junior final very handily against St. Bridget's. Clamoris have had huge underage success, and uh, I think they'll have a good chance in Connacht intermediate level. Shock here, Laherdon McHale's. Um, we're sorry, not Laherdon McHale's. McHale Rovers. Yeah. McHale Rovers beat uh, my Davids. Um, my Davids were heavily favoured coming into the match. Um, Annie Goff, I thought, was outstanding in that game. 
she got player of the match, and then the senior final. Uh, I think she got, most people she got woman of the match. Woman of the match. Yeah. Did I say what did I say? Oh, player of the match. We're, and yeah, we're not we're not down that road, are we? When we're down that road in the male game, never mind the female game, ref. No, it'll, um, be, man, it'll be man of the match in this part. It'll be woman yeah. of the match. And in the senior game, then um, not more. I'd say were most people's favourites that flew out of the traps, went about nine points up, and then Westport came back and came back and came back and just fell two points short. And in this game, um, and Lee McHale's going to be the next Mayo Ladies manager. That's the report with uh, Kenneth Mortimer and Dermot Flanagan in the background team. Great that it all got sorted and it was whatever the whatever happened. They didn't explain what the rule or the whatever it was. Yeah. And the Roscommon County Board apologised to their previous manager today, I see as well, Ref. Oh, over so the they way they treated him. Publicly and apologised to him. Yeah. Uh, St. Michael's St. Michael's appeal was thrown out in the Galway Championship. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, Ronan, what did you make of the stuff and down? Oh, I thought yeah. it was terrible stuff. Yeah, I thought the game should have been thrown in, and if they're there, they're there, and if they're not, they're not. Mm. You know, thought they were held. To, I thought they held everyone to ransom, which is a disgrace. I I think they so too. I think it's shouldn't carry themselves as any sort of no. anything for 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 so called champions. I thought they were shambles. What was, what was the what was the issue? They didn't, they didn't they, they didn't want the referee appointed the game. The referee doesn't point to the game. They didn't they didn't approve him or they didn't want to give him the game. So they launched an appeal. The appeal was rejected. That should have been in the story. But they went to Crow Park with it. Crow Park, I think. Crow, Crow, well. Crow Park threw it out as well. Threw it out as well. So then that's two. You know that's it. That's it gone. But then the referee felt. The referee he, felt in that the he referee was, he was in no position then like he was in no, no put in an off yeah. position no but this ref is not a co- like this is their the best ref one of the best refs in the country yeah, yeah. you know well, so, the most experienced he's done high profile games something to a bias club. or what like what does that mean I don't know like you're internally within the county you don't know but the ball should have been thrown in and if we were there they're there and if they weren't they weren't yeah you know? I think well, it's, well, uh, I think it, I, it nearly set a precedent where I think that down have just caught it in time in terms of they've doubled down. And they've said that they, it won't happen again in the future. I think yeah. they know that they didn't handle it. They, they, they gave conclusions. What could they do? Respect. What but they shouldn't have went outside the county to go off, ref. That was the mistake. I'd said it down. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Ref. But I think yeah. they've saved it. At just in time with the statement they released, I think they might just oh, save it. I know what you mean. I said, like, we don't have any rest. We can't do it now because... Uh, well, I mean, more so going, for, going forward, that, that doesn't set a precedent where a club... You know, let's just say, hypothetically, a club you know, just refuse... Well, there's plenty of clubs out there that request referees at senior yeah. championship level. Yeah, yeah. But you can you can request, but I think that there's a rule that you're not allowed to object once the fixture is made to a referee. Yeah, but it did terrible. it it didn't uh, cover Kilku in any glory, did it? But I tell you, no. If I watched him as like the progress through Ulster, I won't be cheering them on. No, I don't think many will know the way they acted like that. No, there's a human level to all this, and. They obviously just completely disregarded it. No, and historically, I like the way they did the business last few years. I like Lacey, but geez, no, that's that stinks. That's or that stank. Stank. Yeah, I, I think Lacey distanced himself from it. That nothing got to do with him. It was the club themselves. Well, I imagine in his first year in there, he'd have no bias towards any referee no. or no, you know, no. he'd have no history with or no dirty laundry with any referee. So, yeah, 
obviously it was in the executive or within the whatever. Hurling finals on this weekend, lads. Ballyhonas and Toreen, surprise, surprise. I won't make it. We've a Mikey West final against that more at four o'clock. <laughs> oh, have you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and the question right. is, Ronan, are you gonna are you gonna stick with Aidan Higgins in the full four then? Are you prepared to give that information to not? I'm gonna tell Aidan and John right now, he's going in on the edge. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> do what you want to come. Thank God of mercy on us all. <laughs> yeah. Gonna have to bring Kevin Staunton back to put 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 him back in on him. Uh, I see see a book launched last night chasing Sam Maguire. We're still chasing the All Ireland Football Championship from 1928 to 1977. So the report in 1951 will be in there. It's 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 really a manual of every All Ireland final played in that time. I'm looking forward to reading it, and we might have a chat about it when I read it. I'll pass it on to you, Ref. I have a fair idea what happens. Yeah, may win in 51. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't stretch the surface now with things to talk about. We can just... Don't bring it. up Mayo, <laughs> please. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Any that's... questions, Ref? Did anyone... I think I've seen I, someone send I, one to me. Did they? I didn't even... Oh, I got one actually on Instagram. Hold on a second, yeah. I have mine here. Question for Pod. Surely Hannigan playing with Kilmina would get a look in with Mayo this year. Is that standing on Sunday? It depends when he filled in his transfer papers to the transfer county as well, Ref. I don't know. Yeah, so. Uh, and if it's good enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Someone sent me in the intermediate top scorers from 2022 and then 2023, Kieran Behan did. Um, and it's 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 it fits into the narrative of less scoring as well, even though we're on about champion the intermediate season. So in 2022, Derek Evney... Darren Cohn, Key McHale, Ronan Carlin. So 41 points, 37, 35, 27. Dylan Prendergast, 26 points, top five. This year, it's gone down. Brian Reed, 28 points. Key McHale, 28 points. Kevin Quinn, 26. Adam Barr, 25, 24. So it's fairly the top score. Maybe there's more sp- spread in the scores. Spread. Um, across. Well, if you look at just two of my Davids for yeah, this yeah. first and third or second and third. Second and third. Yeah. Um, yeah. They won't. Uh, well, it depends on the final, I suppose. What's Damien Welch here, ref. Another question. He done umpire in the Ballyhonest Neil game on Saturday. Tommy Conroy spent most of the game in his own twenty-one. Jack Kine was marking him one-on-one and Higgins sweeping. Surely, to God, the Neil need to get Tommy nearer the opposition goal. Wasn't that Damien? But uh, no point to trying to fix it now. No, the like the goose is good. You'd expect that they should have near the opposition goal, but there, there is mail. a point where there is a point where the, the where the most space is available is for wing half backs now and get a couple. Yeah. Um. Quick shout out to all more Gales. Finally got over the line in Sligo. Uh. Congratulations to all. Couldn't make the game now. Was involved with their own game in Tormichetti, but but uh. By all accounts, was close enough for half time, but they they um they pulled away in the end, and it's a long time they were trying to win that competition. So great to see them finally get over the line. All the hard work that was going on, even when I was up there, they were trying to get things going properly. So massive Ronan, achievement. Where's your final run? And is it in Foxford or Swinford or? Mike Welch, Swinford. Yeah. Anto might be in action. 
You right. must be just, you must be buzzing for it, Ronald. Buzzing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Right. I think we're done. Uh, ref, you might have a few interviews up tomorrow or Thursday. So, yeah, I uh, I go to the press press night in Michaela Park and get a a few words out of 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 the all the parties involved. I have to get me questions done up tomorrow and have to figure out who's captain. I think the captains are coming along with the manager. So. Um, yeah, I'll have a few bits there. Let them. There won't be anything too groundbreaking out of it. I'm sure. No one's going to go. Going to go off the handle. Uh, and one of them. Would any of the Ballina lads say we're going to win? I don't think they're going to go down that road this year. No. Oh. Right, right, lads. Right. Okay, lads. Record time here. We'll talk to you at Up Mayo. Good luck. Good luck.